0: five, six, seven, welcome. <laughs> laugh, laughs. Laugh? Is the plural of laugh Laughs. Ooh. Like L A Like calf. Calves. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ooh, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> 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 Bring on laughs. Laughs. Anyway.
1: They laughed Brett. Allie? How are you? Have we been watching too much selling sunset? I think it's rotting our brain a little bit.
0: I mean, what do you think of my moogler dress? And... <laughs> <laughs> Mugler. I know Mugler. Oh, okay, I'm just like making a joke that like I'm starting to dress like the girls on Selling Sunset for like our recording party.
1: Also, what is it? So- why does it sound like we're turning into Bobby? You know that
0: Bobby. What's her
1: last name? I don't know that podcaster. That's how she talks. Oh, how- this is where she's how she like where,
0: she- where she's like monotone the whole time. Why are
1: we doing this? Because we smoked?
0: She came out of nowhere.
1: Industry plan. Allegedly, allegedly,
0: and then disappeared. I mean, I know she's no, not. She's gone. still going
1: strong. What do you mean?
0: I know, but from my particular like field of view i've erased her oh like Like, i refuse to consume that content
1: doesn't show you that no
0: i think i even told it like i no longer wish to receive this content
1: i don't know what the deal is there's like allegedly you know some kind of a drama like with because she had drake on the show some like Got him as an interview.
0: Where did she come out of? Like literally, suddenly. I
1: don't know exactly what it was. You'll have to search it on your own. But there was some drama that went down after the the episode went live. Why? Who knows? I don't know.
0: You can't just drop that.
1: I'm not a follower. I don't know. I just I'm aware that now you're going to make me
0: look into it. Now my algorithm's going to adjust. The
1: seed has been planted. I'm sorry. Anyway. anyway,
0: today, do you want to start off with, uh, by the way, mommy, or a big if true?
1: I think by the way, mommy. Okay. It's been a second. We can
0: do a sandwich. Oh, you have two? There's always...
1: There's always more. There's always more. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess my my. By the way, mommy today is just uh honestly has to do with moms. Okay. And um, I, we were just talking about Emily's mom, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I mention having a girlfriend and being in a relationship, it'll be that. It should be like cheers, it will be.
1: celebration. Yes!
0: Yes. So anyway, on this week's By the Way, Mommy, mm-hmm. I'm coming to you live from a relationship that is about six months old. And I have now spent several dinners with my good, 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 girlfriend's <laughs> f- 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 family. <laughs> and it's big. I mean, let's talk about meeting your partner. Well, I I wasn't the first time I met them. I met them when we were friends. Right. But now you guys go back. Yes. But now there's stakes or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like how I act reflects on who emily chose to be partnered with anyway so i was big nervous but ultimately i am probably one of the most socially adept people i've ever met i would agree thank you i'm just stating facts
1: easy to be around easy to converse with
0: so easy that the story i'm about to tell you may shock you or may not Oh, may boy. not shock you so i was saying to emily i was like your mom really at her core is like a big lawler like she loves to lol mm-hmm. and she laughed like i was like something that you and your mom have in common is that you both crack the fuck up sometimes like
1: when it's good yeah Goodbye. when
0: it's good you like really laugh and your dad and your brother they're more like stoic and like they'll have like a little chuckle which is a big win if you like see them even smile i right. feel like <laughs> you know that like any like,
1: emotion cracks through you're like, any-
0: you're like hell yeah okay 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 sick anyways emily's mom was talking about you know she was like have you noticed that my husband doesn't talk and i was like well i wasn't gonna say it right. <laughs> i can't say that like when you just ask someone like so i noticed your husband is like virtually silent at every mm-hmm. meal and emily says that that's her whole dad's entire side of the family is like that Wow. and they're like mom can't stand it that they literally just eat in silence that like meal time is for eating and nothing else and like, Emily's mom is like, have you noticed I carry the whole conversation by myself? Yeah. I was like, you know what I have? I was like, do you think is the same? Emily's brother and she looks at me like I'm a fucking dumbass and is like, identical. Have you met them? <laughs> like, and I was like cracking up. Drag them Yeah, drag them. And then so now I feel like every time I'm at a meal with them, which we've had because they're in town, you know, every time I've had a meal with them, I feel like my performance is really being measured by how much of a reaction or dialogue I get out of Emily's dad and brother. For sure. Like, I feel like I'm really impressing by being like, chummy, like chatting, or cracking the hardest ones, cracking yeah. the hardest ones. And so today, I'm like talking to and I'm literally cracking them up. I'm like, so you're working at Boeing now, like you're no longer. Can, can you finally like spill like what were the top secrets mm-hmm. when you worked in quote unquote boating? Right. <laughs> you know, because he worked as like a submarine engineer for the government. Oh right. And which is fine. He, he can say that. That's not classified. But anyways, I'm like, so if you could work on any project, what would it be? Like, <laughs> Like dream project, and so I was like, I was like, okay, okay, scratch that. Say you engineer a nuclear warhead. What city are you dropping it on? It's oh <laughs>
2: just like, wait, really? He have going an answer? In.
0: Um, he said, did just he have no. an answer? Just say no. No, Good. I think I'm completing an answer. He did answer Russia to something I asked. Mm-hmm so yeah and then emily's dad what was he telling me about some tunnels that con ed used to blow steam through i didn't know what the fuck he was talking about purpose? but i knew that i had a comp i had mis- accomplished my mission which was just to get those boys talking
1: yeah wow Good so for you.
0: thank you i would say today i got a lot of points my girlfriend I'm- success yeah I think Emily's mom was like, okay, you guys can be gay. (laughs) So that's my, uh, by the way, mommy. That's precious. Um, should I throw it over to you for a, return to big if true well
1: i was just i was just queuing it up and the ad that overtook the entire page is like an ad for timu except it looks like an ad for like softcore porn or something
0: Ugh, timu does give softcore porn it's
1: crazy i'm like they're advertising maybe the tank top that this like disembodied person is or like you know there's no head to this person Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like here we go
0: timu also like the name sounds like a porn site
1: but i do love timu
0: what do you buy from timu everything what that light you
1: know those sunset lamp like not sponsored we make no money off of this recommendation those sunset lamps are like two dollars a piece
0: i am so pissed because i overpaid for one of those e
1: not on amazon
0: it wasn't amazon it was worse it was like ebay no, it was like some fake Drags Chinese list? company like oh. that was like got me on TikTok. Damn. They're like you should get this. We'll sell it to you for half off and it was like still like $30. Oh god.
1: Yeah. Okay, got it.
0: I'll never get that $30 back.
1: Don't shop on TikTok.
0: <laughs> no, truly. PSA, do not get sucked into the ads on anything.
1: Want to break from the ads? <laughs> wasn't that what spotify
0: yeah yeah want a break from the ads yeah sign up for our patreon page we don't have ads but we, we, ads. Might, we might someday we know. should start putting in fake ads just to give people a reason to subscribe to, not to the patreon
1: i'm sure It's uh, actually genius i'm sure Bredatron would appreciate more work
0: okay then but i'll assign it to him
1: <laughs> he's built for it so it's fine
0: Bretatron needs a new hard drive a new disc image
1: a new everything server location Processor.
0: i'll buy one on ebay
1: okay work anyway so <laughs> this week we have finally i couldn't believe it almost the return of big of truth
0: i know i know you were wondering are they gonna return to are that segment and guess what that? finally we are only returning and adding
1: i'm just reading the news i'm seeing what's happening seeing if we've like discovered anything new director rob reiner claims he's unearthed Proof that JFK was killed by four shooters, not one.
0: Okay. And
1: says the reason the first shot missed the president's motorcade is the key to his theory. What? can you believe
0: wait this is such a random big if true and i love that
1: yeah he claimed that there were four shooters involved in the murder okay in a recording of a podcast so kennedy this story is taken from the daily mail but the pretty much like every major everybody is talking about it because they're all kind of like "Uh, what and also a bunch of new documents relating to jfk just sort of got released through freedom of information act requests uh so it's like timely also so it's like catching a lot of attention jfk obviously was shot in his motorcade when they were in dallas texas on november 22nd in 1963 and was obviously pronounced dead when he arrived at the hospital because yeah. like a majority of the sign of his head was missing yeah official Sh- investigations concluded that he was assassinated by just one person who we know to be lee harvey oswald from within the texas state book depository this guy rob reiner the director he says there were many more people involved in the shooting of John F. Kennedy. And in his podcast series, Who Killed JFK, he names these people. (gasps) So sort of like as you're listening through, he's sort of like, you know, connecting the red string on the wall for you. Nice.
0: Good publicity for this podcast.
1: Great publicity for the podcast. Um, We need to start
0: asserting more specific conspiracies and then having a publicist.
1: This one specifically, he basically questions the single gunman theory. He also questions like the single bullet theory. Like there's a lot of sort of like circumstantial i guess and potentially better than circumstantial evidence that he's putting together to be saying these things in the first place but i don't know sounds big to me
0: that's the whole big of if true. true
1: yeah that's the thing. i wanted
0: the details what do you
1: mean you want the details well, what we the have ends? to listen to the entire season of the podcast?
0: oh my god what a tease wish it was our pod Maybe i can <laughs>
1: distill down his theory though
0: you want to try well, you don't have to but if you want to you know what? forget mm-hmm. it i've heard enough this is gonna be the world's quickest episode and i'm excited for it same quick and dirty
1: really the only thing is like okay so he this guy Rob Reiner the actor and the director he basically became as most people who follow conspiracy theories became obsessed (laughs) obsessed actually but obsessed and
0: depressed our new podcast
1: with Kennedy that was like his thing like ever since he heard about it he's been like yeah. obsessed weirdly yeah. with the assa- like assassination there's of John there's some Kennedy. people that
0: like the assassination of JFK really is a sticking point for them
1: yeah they're apparently not so much
0: with Lincoln <laughs> um yeah but yes
1: there are people I guess within the JFK <laughs> truther community keep that in <laughs> Who believe that there was one shot that went through John F. Kennedy's neck before it struck Texas governor John Connolly, who was in the seat in front of him. And there's
0: evidence of that.
1: And there's evidence of that. He got well, shot. because also he got shot and like he had a wound, I guess, that matches up to like that theory. Okay, so there were four p-
0: they needed to make sure he Th- was like killed. It, but basically, I want to know. Yeah,
1: he's putting forward evidence that he's saying, like, in my opinion, this was like coordinated to make sure that this did not fail.
0: That's what it sounds like.
1: Like the first bullet missed it's because it giving- hit somebody else also. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. It's giving like a... Honestly, it's giving three-body problem like Operation Doomsday or whatever.
1: It's B613 from Scandal. Didn't see. They're just like that sort of like oh yeah, shadow government that's like totally. unelected. And they do what they want.
0: CIA shit, bigger than that, of course.
1: But that's basically the big of true. The
0: the question I have also is why? Like, what was the CIA? I've heard various theories on like what this, what was the reason the CIA wanted needed John F. Kennedy killed?
1: Allegedly, allegedly. Does anyone
0: need John he F. Wanted Kennedy. out of
1: the war? Basically,
0: right, right. But like, can a president really get you out of a war? Even if they say Obama, they could want to? But that's
1: what- like Obama mobilized the entire country around just the word and the idea of hope. Like, the most abstract thing that means anything to whoever's reading it, you know? But it doesn't mean like,
0: that the president does the thing that they that they say they want to do. Like, it doesn't seem like a reason to kill JFK. It had to be no, something but there way— were,
1: but there were, like, cables and things were like, that were released that, like, support that idea. That JFK, like, wanted out of the war that was, like—
0: And you like, don't think it was mafia shit? Because didn't the mafia, like, hate JFK? There's a
1: question of their involvement there, too, yeah.
0: Or, like, co- coordination between the mafia and—who mm-hmm. knows—
1: and then also Marilyn Monroe gets roped in there.
0: Insane. I'll listen to the
1: podcast. It's a big one. I know. It's Good for him.
0: One. Good for Rob Ryan. Good for him.
1: But anyway, big if true, if, if that's a real really thing.
0: Really big if true. Or not that big. I mean, what's done is done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I guess just it won't add, really
0: change anything, just actually. It
1: confirmed, but honestly, interesting that, if that, true. That feels like <laughs> shocking, if shocking if true. Shonking if true. It feels like something they would sort of like admit to, like after maybe disclosure got away from them or something. You know, like if disclosure creates like a public crisis, like full on ontological mm, you shock. You mean alien that's, disclosure? Yeah. Like, we'll be like, all right, right,
0: right JFK that's was like actually. A level
1: of something they would admit to to back like sort pocket. of just be like, yeah, we're, see, it's there, but everybody misses it. Right, right,
0: right. Back pocket confession kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that is shocking if true.
1: You sound so shocked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's actually com- yeah, that's wow, actually <laughs> that's that like so that, that's like
1: totally the craziest thing you might have <clears throat> ever said to me.
0: It's actually not shocking at all, right? And your like,
1: name is Bobby Alley.
0: We all know JFK was killed by not Lee Art lar- Larvi Larva <laughs> Lauren. We all know that JFK at the very least was not killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. We don't know who in fact did Plan and kill. But I think we do all. You know what? Brett, I don't think that counts as a big if true at all. I think that just counts as if true. <laughs>
1: You don't that's think just it's big if, if true, true to have it like that's con- just a true to have it confirmed that like potentially the CIA was coordinating on the day to assassinated an American president is the biggest if- huge if true because like we know that the CIA like coordinates around the world sometimes to interfere in like you know international politics in ways one or another allegedly but it's like to do that, at home hello i
0: feel like that's just like the bare minimum of what i expect from the cia like you know what i mean
1: to take out the president if they need to that's crazy well
0: i mean all we have been talking about is this shadow organization which by the way i also tried to bring up at breakfast with my in-laws to be and And you can never really get a read on how interested someone is
1: (laughs) on shadow organizations
0: on like david grush I'll just be like, you heard, you know about the congressional oversight, right? So various people in my life today, it was my in-laws.
1: And the response was?
0: Uh, I think I read about it, which is a common response. uh And I'm just like, you know, so.
1: And yeah.
0: And I tell them about it a bit. And they're like, I mean, I doubt we're alone in the universe. And you're like right and like that is pretty much but like the, that's it that's it yeah. i mean where else can you really go from there it's like
1: until something's confirmed
0: we've had all of the conversation there is to have about this it's so true. even like trying to have this conversation with a civilian <laughs> is pretty much
1: are you talking about me right now
0: no <laughs> But to to, to to attempt to have a conversation with someone who doesn't already hold the same opinion as you is just exhausting.
1: Oh, yeah. Because then you have to evangelize. Yeah. Like, who has the energy to do that? Right.
0: To be like, I care about this and Here's you too. Here's what I think. And let
1: me tell you all about it. And yeah. Who has time for that? Mm, not me.
0: Let's just make small talk.
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I did not
0: read, read your my half section. this
1: week. Yeah, no so worries. I have, I have no Hopefully, idea Hopefully
0: what going. I read and what you read come together. <laughs>
1: i'm just hoping we read the right pages
0: i know i was really worried we were gonna read my part
1: that's gonna be so funny like when, if, at one point yeah hopefully not
0: so we're picking back up should we launch in
1: i guess we have to <laughs> start two
0: one Please mission You're listening to Radar Peak, a three-body podcast reviewing our way through the three-body problem and discussing its real-life parallels. I'm Allie.
1: No, I'm Allie. Anyway, Luoji's private flight finally lands this week. There's some scientists at NASA, and baby, they have had it. And a terror attack exposes the ETO's plans for tri-Solaran supremacy.
2: Energy units reporting. All systems go. Cutting unit reporting. All systems go. Amplifier unit reporting. All systems go. Interference monitor unit reporting within acceptable range. Begin transmission. I'm
1: gonna make this short and sweet. How short? How sweet? You'll tell I'm me hypoglycemic. at
0: the end. Tell me how sweet it was. How sweet it is to be read by you. Okay. (laughs) Dr. Luo. Is that his name? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It depends. Where are you? Keep that in. Where are you? Like, what scene is happening? Are you in the plane?
0: So, he finally gets off the plane thank
1: god is all i have
0: to say loji's been on that plane for what feels like 96 pages Uh (laughs) and uh
1: going to we still don't know where he's going right
0: we don't know where he's going he don't know where he's going and then next thing you know plane land they say all right We're gonna. This is your captain speaking. We're uh, planning on touching down in uh, JFK in approximately 20 minutes. I just turned back on the seatbelt sign, and uh, if you could all make your way to your seats, we should be have you landed shortly. Thank you for flying.
1: Janet Airlines.
0: <laughs> Janet? Yeah. <laughs> it's Janet Airlines. It's the
1: one that takes people to uh, Area 51.
0: Ooh, love that. So that's a little bit of a spoiler, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you what I just told you in about five minutes, which is that they land in New York. Pretend I didn't tell you that for the okay. next two seconds. 15-hour flight.
1: And we don't know where they're going. A
0: man comes on the plane. Yeah, they've landed before they can even go to baggage claim or, you know, they're just standing waiting to get off this plane. He has no idea where he's going, why he's been on this plane for so long. Mm-hmm. His legs are fucking sore. His back hurts. He's watched some of the worst blockbuster films he never wanted to see. Right. You know, um, but also watched Chocolat and of course cried pride cried cried Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. He watched that Johnny Depp movie, uh, Black Mass, where he plays Whitey Bulger. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you know what? I, I never saw this when it came out. Let me let me put this on. Um, he watched 15 hours worth of movies. At one point, he did just watch The Flight Map. As we do. As we do. He had...
1: Especially when the gummies do what? Do what? They do. They do. Mm-hmm.
0: And finally, he has touched down, but they won't let him off the plane just yet.
1: Okay, because...
0: Because on comes... Some guy named Mr. Kent. Okay. And Mr. Kent is like a European looking man. Sounds
1: like a sounds Mr. Like Kent. A, sounds a- like. <laughs> Sounds like a gang boss kind of name.
0: Mr. Kent.
1: Mr. Kent, like just some guy. Yeah. And it's Mr. Kent. Doesn't
0: sound like a real name. So Dasha, don't forget, he's on yeah. the plane. Dasha introduces Luo G to a quote unquote, a European looking man, which in my mind is just like an American, or could, could be an American man, like mm-hmm. a white man. Lots of American people are European looking, right? <laughs> Did you
1: just say a white man?
0: A white man. <laughs> but maybe he was european i'm just like if he was european why not just say that why is he european looking
1: is it gay or european
0: (laughs) great question this is all from the perspective of the narrator Uh whom that is your guess is as good as mine but so mr kent and the one thing that luo g says he can extrapolate from his introduction to mr kent is that this is the most important moment in mr kent's whole life
1: i'm like okay, okay that's a
0: big statement
1: yeah does that um, okay how can he tell he he looks so excited okay trust me bro like Like, was he how do you know Uh, yeah
0: I mean it was just his whole like tone and like I don't know Hmm. gravitas yeah Kent is like good job Dasha your part was done very cleanly the others had a lot more trouble than you and I'm like Okay, now let's go to the conference hall where the session's about to begin.
2: Okay, session
0: starts in one hour. Okay. And Dasha is like, damn, we're cutting it close. It's starting in an hour. And he's like, no, well, the start of the session is actually set by the arrival of the final candidate.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm assuming Luoji. Right? Like, there's
0: no secrets here, but the chapter has not given away anything yet. Mm -hmm. And neither have I. So Dasha (laughs) is (laughs) like... Dasha's like alright have fun out there my job's done you know go get him tiger and Kent is like no wait you're still on security duty with him I mean you are the best in your field after all
1: oh so no handoff
0: yes and I'm like okay so flattery will get you far he's like you're the best there is Dasha no one else could be security for low OG.
1: this guy has to be American
0: like what yeah but also like just a weak justification for keeping Dasha around when he's not like actually needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but like Clearly, I feel like the author needs him there. It's nighttime after all that travel. Okay. So, Luo has an idea of what part of the globe they're in, considering it's been 15 hours Mm -hmm. and what time it was when he left. And he thinks, okay, I know where we are. And then, they get in a bulletproof car right off of the plane. Curtains are drawn, and then they arrive at the
2: United Nations building
0: in NYC. Just got here this morning. No clue. I was going
1: to say, I don't remember the next line.
0: Well, I know the line, but... I'm trying to speak from Luo G's perspective. Mm. I mean, sing. You
1: were rewriting
0: Luo G. got no idea. <laughs> Not my best work. Kent is like, do you want a change of clothes? I like the idea that he's very pedantic. <laughs> yeah, because he's like white, and this is like someone from another country mm-hmm. and kind of like do you want a change of clothes he
1: probably is american honestly you know
0: how people are like that like Ameri- americans like when when someone speaks another language they just get louder
1: americans get louder and act like that anybody else is like automatically not as smart as they are am totally. like oh my it's god it's a pet
0: peeve especially when flight attendants do it i oh hate it. that. Anyway, anyway. Ken just like, do you want to change of clothes? And I'm not Luo low G's in like athleisure. I don't really know,
1: but probably just as like disheveled because he has been like yeah. rolling around in a plane bed. Exactly. being tossed.
0: And I don't know what he was wearing when he got on, but it wasn't like To and
1: fro. He doesn't look good Fore and aft.
0: Exactly. Dasha translates for him because I guess Dasha knows English, uh-huh. and Willow G's like, "No, I'm good." And Kent is like, "Are you sure?" Because I could really get you something. I could run to Barney's right now and okay. get you a bull suit, and w- they'll wait for you. And he doesn't say all that, but that's the vibe. But like, he's like, "That's
1: what he gets." He's like, "Are you sure?" Like okay. you really
0: don't look. Great. Right. Okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll just wear this. And I was like, okay. And Dasha is like, to Kent. He's like, I really think you should tell him what's going on.
1: Yeah, I'm like, nobody's asking why. What's happening? Being so insistent that he changed clothes. That I'd be like, what, uh, do I have to be dressed yeah. formally? Like, yeah. What, why is the president coming?
0: Right. And it's not, Yeah. So Kent is like well, I'm not authorized to say anything. And Da Shih is like, okay, well, just tell him anything you are authorized to say. Or like, what, whatever you could tell him, I think he'd appreciate. And Da Shi, well, okay. And in that moment, Luo Ji realizes that Da Shih actually doesn't know the purpose of the visit either.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Which I was like, interesting. Even though Dasha is like, tell him why yeah. he's here. Yeah. It's like, okay, do you just want to know why he's here?
1: Oh, well, I mean, think about it. What yeah. we know about Dasha, they never tell him anything. That's true. Unless they absolutely have to.
0: So he's like, you should tell him well, why he's here. LOL. Right? And Kent says this. Dr. Lowe, here's what I can tell you. You're about to take part in an important meeting where there will be an important announcement that is very important. Do you understand? He is. <laughs> he's like at this meeting there is nothing you need to do in español and then he says it all wow. again in español he says señor lo aquí es lo que yo puedo decirte donde hay un importante anunciante <laughs> I
2: was kind of no, following my yeah I was kind of following
0: que es muy importante y Al appointmento, no hay nada que necesitas hacer. And then they're like, for Chinese, press three. So, anyways, he enters his. <laughs> sh-
1: oh no!
0: Th- no, a bug? Oh no!
1: No. Is the Duolingo owl? So scandalo.
0: Scandalo. Attenzione. Big pocket! So. Blah 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 blah. They go into the UN Drawing General Assembly.
2: Blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they go into the UN General Assembly uh-huh. Hall. Uh-huh. You know the one with all the flags in Murray Hill. In There. Secretary General Say is a Filipino politician. She's like a little lady. There's a little commentary on her.
1: Go off, Madam Secretary. Madam
0: Secretary. She happens to be the Secretary General of the UN of this meeting. And, and she's announced it. She says, the 19th meeting of the Planetary Defense Council has arrived at the final item on the agenda. And she doesn't sound like this. She probably sounds a little more assertive, right?
1: Maybe, but I like the like anime of
0: it. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to be, like anime version of her. Yeah disclosure of the wall facer candidates and the announcement of the start of the wall facer project is about to begin everybody take your seats
1: that's amazing that's
0: not how un meetings typically go that's how they should go
1: no but i'm here for it
0: people would log on to c-span tune in
1: you'll probably hear the dogs barking it's it's bison's witching hour
0: we'd be nothing without bison The show be. would be nothing he's no. our highest paid patron. it's true So she's like, let us recap. Cue recap. Okay. At the beginning of the tri-solar crisis, we conceived of the wall Facer project.
1: The screen drops down and the projector goes, wall Facer project. Yes, 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 exactly. With a laser pointer.
0: Yeah, some like pretty basic animation, Uh new logo. The countries took note of the following. After the first two sofons appeared on our planet, evidence supports the fact that more sophons were sent to reach our solar system, and they're still here, and more come every day. Mm. Therefore, our enemy knows everything there is to know about Earth. These sophons can read any book, they can open any filing cabinet, they can enter any hard drive, they can hear anything being said, be on any phone call. So, there are no secrets that we can hide from them. Mm. There is nowhere that the Sophons cannot see human communication in any form. I like the idea of doing this in, a, in an Obama accent. Will
1: let me be clear. Uh,
0: Will result in leaks immediately to the enemy command four light years away. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, right, thank you. The only thing they cannot read are human thoughts. That is our one strength. That is our only domain of secrecy, and thus is the basis of the Wall Facer Project. Did you like that? I did like that. Was it good, Obama? Yeah. So let me say that again. How
1: did you do the echo? That was cool.
0: So to reiterate in my own voice or in the voice that my mom thinks I have. The only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, these Sophons can read everything there is, uh-huh. everything there was, everything that will be, except... For human thoughts, thoughts, Mm -hmm. because our thoughts are obscured. They are not projected out into the outside world, Mm -hmm. so... They're
1: not even tangible. They're just electrical signals. Crazy.
0: Yeah. So that is our one strength, that these sofans cannot read our thoughts, and that that is our only domain of secrecy, and this, my friends, my colleagues, my countrymen, this is the basis of the Wall Facer Project.
1: Wall Facer...
0: Project.
1: We've heard Wall Breaker.
0: But this is.
1: Okay.
0: Wall Facer. Alright. Wall Facer. To the
1: tune of Goldfinger.
0: Wall Facer. How does Goldfinger go? I don't
1: know. It sounded like what you were singing.
0: He's a wall facer. He's a wall facer. And he faces the wall. He's, he's a, a wall facer. Make
1: him wall. Hard, make him face hard, make, make him, him wall hard face, face hard, hard enough.
0: <laughs> He's a wall facer, make him face hard.
1: Make, make him wall hard, make, make him face hard. hard, make him wall face hard <laughs> enough.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nyang, nyang, nyang. it. Nyang. <laughs> huh. Wallfacer. Wow. The wall-facer, the, wall-facer. <laughs> the wallfacer project. The wallfacer project The Wallfacer Project. The Wall Facer Project. The Wall Facer Project. The Wallfacer Project <laughs> The Wallfacer Project. The Wallfacer Project. Wallfacer Project. Anyway. <laughs> the Wallfacer Project will begin by selecting a group of people. To come up with and execute strategic plans that they will develop in their own minds.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: With no communication of any kind to the outside world. And it'll all be start to finish contained in their brain. Cool. Crazy, right? Being like the whole plan, the whole thing is analog beyond but
1: like more than like
0: they're really like duh, duh, duh. they're literally like don't tell us anything we, we, we just gotta find someone to trust and wow. just let them decide what what makes sense
1: crazy actually
0: unprecedented yeah they're called the wall facers because it's an ancient eastern name for meditators mm-hmm. right like one who is alone with their thoughts mm-hmm. as they direct and execute their strategic plans their thoughts and their behaviors presented to the outside world must be completely false, carefully crafted to deceive, to misguide, and misdirect to everyone, enemy and ally alike. The Wallfacers will erect essentially a maze of illusions and delay understanding of their plans for as long as possible. Okay. They'll be granted extensive power, needless to say, and in order to guarantee continuity of the Wallfacer project, they will use hibernation technology to bridge centuries, basically to sleep for 400 years, Mm -hmm. So that they're alive for the doomsday battle. Whoa! When and under what circumstances they will awaken will be decided by the wall facers themselves. So I'm just imagining. This oh yeah, because it's like just dependent on so crazy. whatever their plan. I guess you're about to just is. go into a little like hibernation chamber for 400 years and wait for your. How do you even know when it's the right moment? How do you know what's going on? You'd
1: have to. I got.
0: I don't know what the technology is. Obviously,
1: yeah, I got yeah. Who knows? Maybe your con, you know, maybe like part of your consciousness stays like seated or like (laughs) right contactable in the air. Yeah,
0: it is the most difficult mission in human history. I'll say a four hundred year long plan executed by individuals who are completely closed off from the world, the universe. Their only partner will be themselves
1: and their hand.
0: I'm not here for your entertainment. Their only partner will be themselves.
1: I can't think about her without having the mental image of her okay. on wires flying around. Oh,
0: I thought that was Fergie, but that studio. was pink.
1: No, that was pink.
0: Have you seen Fergie flying around on wires? No, I've also... seen her
1: trying to flip around on the Today Show.
0: Oh, God. It's bad.
1: Well, because she's like singing at the same time. I know.
0: It's so awkward. It's like screaming a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, we offer our deepest respect for these heroes. Now, on behalf of the UN... We will now announce, announce, announce the final four, four, four wall-facer candidates as chosen by the UN Planetary Defense Council.
1: DC, baby.
0: I'm going to be short and sweet about this. Listen, there's lots of details about each of these people, and I'm not going to give you any of them. You don't care. I literally don't care. Work. I was hoping to find out some interesting details about each of these people, but it was honestly just plausible detail. Like, sure, I, I get it. Like, I get that this is who they are and why they were chosen, but I believe you. You know? Period. I don't. I don't need the details of how, Period. how they ended up where they were.
1: You're like, I'm not an editor. It's not my place to question the I, author.
0: I, I got a feeling. I could be wrong. You tell me. I could definitely definitely be wrong and you know what brett you would know better than me i got a feeling these characters don't matter <laughs> but do they
1: everybody matters Shit. and nobody matters true it's life baby
0: pass that joint <laughs> okay the first wall facer is a man named frederick tyler who's retired u.s secretary of defense okay the second wall facer is manuel Rey diaz the current president of Venezuela. Okay. He carried the, the Bolivarian revolution instigated by Hugo Chavez. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what it said.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. Unless you know that history because this book likes to jump around yeah
0: i don't know third wall facer is a guy named bill hines Uh who's a debonair british scientist who has been nominated for the nobel prize in two sciences for the same discovery oh yeah his wife kiko yamasuke is a world authority in neuroscience Mm -hmm. right you'll tell me if any of the details on these people matter later on but for now these first three names represent the balance and the compromise of political powers the u.s europe and quote-unquote the third world wow yeah
1: so named
0: yeah literally they were like venezuela wow is representing the entire like realm of developing countries wow isn't that
1: wild that is wild
0: so there was considerable interest in the final selection Mm -hmm. someone to represent the east i guess is what they would view it as right
1: yeah probably
0: and of course, say the speaker raises her hand and points.
1: And she's Secretary General, right? Yes, yes. Big boss lady.
0: So Secretary General say raises her hand mm-hmm. and points it right at Luo G. Yikes. The fourth wall facer Oh boy Luoji. From there Brett, I turn it over to you I
1: don't like happy birthday Being sung to me Like in a restaurant I definitely wouldn't like Being like pointed at yeah. By the secretary general Of the UN Being like And now this person Is gonna do something That you're all gonna know Them forevermore, forever more yeah. Forever But then me not knowing about it Until that moment
0: I wouldn't like that Mm-mm. Noted I won't do that
1: So now we find ourselves in a new scene. I know we just set up like super tension of like (gasps) pearl clutching in the UN. But now we're with a NASA scientist. Okay. And we find ourselves. Yeah, like big time. And we're there because there's a launch happening of something called Hubble, but not Hubble that not
0: like, that Hubble we know,
1: that still exists. We meet this scientist who's there for the launch of this whatever Hubble thing. Okay. And they are highly pissed no off. Relation. Like, no I mean, yes, relation, but you'll you'll okay. see. Okay, okay. This guy, he's called Albert Ringier or like Ring, Ringier. I don't know. Okay. Who cares? He worked on this project, but basically when it came time for launch, all the scientists got basically put out like on the field where the countdown clock is, and like all of the uh, like government contractors and like those kinds of people got the VIP seats and like the heat protected glass, you know, to see. It. so they're like, what the fuck? We built this thing. And the U S government just comes in and says, sorry about it. We're in a war. We're going to take all this research you've been doing and you can't do your science anymore. Cause now we have another objective. Aww. Thank you. You're NASA. We paid for that. I'm you know, rooting like, for that. Kind of so the United <laughs> States is like exercising that right, Got right it. now. And the scientists are just obviously not happy about that because this project is called Hubble two okay. and a lot like its predecessor. It's basically doing a lot of sort of like deep field observations, far-off stars exoplanets that kind of thing and it's basically like you know how big of a difference astronomy gained with the launch of james webb versus hubble yes it's like that except hubble 2 is greater than hubble by a magnitude of 50
0: okay five, but is it greater than james webb
1: Five zero. 0 i mean i would assume.
0: Right. I don't know how much better James Webb is from Hubble. Will you get
1: our oh, producer well. on that while we're going through this and we'll get a
0: A sure. hundred times more powerful than Hubble?
1: James Webb is. So
0: it's twice as more powerful as Hubble. Oh, through. so
1: that, yeah, we'll suspend our disbelief on that. Yes, of course. It's like so much better. It's
0: really I mean, just I guess like it, 2.0.
1: It is, I guess, because James Webb doesn't exist in this story, even though James Webb was happening when this story right, was right. being written. You know, totally, it's a, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I
0: get it. Makes
1: sense. Anyway, so these scientists anyway. are right to be pissed. Because they worked on this satellite for like a very specific purpose of scientific objectives, and now the government has come in, they've commandeered it, they're like whole new slate of objectives. We'll get to yours maybe one day eventually, but we're doing our thing now. And I don't know if they so I don't remember. But when we were talking about tongue being built, that like mega space like destroyer or whatever. Yeah.
0: Battleship, yeah.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but that was being built like basically in a in a wharf, like the equivalent of like it's not something that's going to go into the ocean, but like ultimately they're going to like put on a rocket and like take to space. Kind yeah, of thing.
0: I was imagining it being built in like a canyon
1: yeah like something like on some, some kind of deep. a rig or yeah. like something uh-huh. okay yeah that's kind of what i was seeing too but so this satellite hubble 2 is so big they had to build the parts like the arms and like just the lens and like all of the stuff on the ground send them all up on their uh, like on their own independent space oh, missions and then assemble the thing in like space. in orbit with the international space station Sick. so like massive massive telescope
0: that's like honestly what emily's brother does i was like so what do you do at your job now and he was oh, and like he said
1: satellites but like yeah satellites that's crazy i know and i was like me. what do
0: you when i was like what do you do with satellites and he was like make sure they're working and i'm like so what you like open your computer and you're like yep all working and then you go take lunch <laughs> and He was like no things fail a lot oh, I really wow. got a plan for failures i'm just like damn imagine i went into like stem and not into <gasps> humanities Crush? Yeah, I guess I'm in STEM now.
1: You don't have to anything.
0: I really, we really have a STEM podcast. If you think about it,
1: maybe there's a grant for that.
0: Women in STEM. We should apply. If you're a grant writer, write to us. Yeah.
1: So. with the launch of Hubble 2 and all the scientists just like absolutely pissed that they didn't get the good seats, this guy, Albert Ringier, basically is just like going around NASA, just like yelling at anybody who'll listen to him about like how upset he is about this whole thing. Yeah. And like unbeknownst to him, the person he finds to actually sort of like yell at about Mm -hmm. all of this is Mm -hmm. General Fitzroy, (gasps) who is in plain clothes. So like he doesn't look like he's official or like of note or like definitely not a five star general. And here you've got this like asshole from NASA being like they took my satellite and like blah 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 like whatever so anyway Fitzroy's like listen like thanks for your feelings or whatever I know you might have forgotten that you're an American but like this is what we do here like right. we pay for all of this and, and you're we proud to it, be an American we'll ta- right you know like kind of thing so you know he kind of just like deals with that right. in that way but then
0: puts him in his place but
1: Rendier's like okay fine yeah like I get it I'm just like pissed off about it but like you have to admit to me at least that like the way you have gone about commandeering this thing is like not the right way to go about it basically you know how we talked about how with like in Alaska, when they sent up that nuke, and they had to like immediately spend their like PR to be like, oh, see, like it's a great thing. To, rather than be like, oops, we accidentally sent a nuke into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. With the commandeering of this program, basically the military is like, hey, everybody, don't worry about the trisolarans coming in four hundred years. We've got this massive space telescope that we just sent up. We can see not only where they live, but we can see when they've left. And like, don't worry, we'll have like eyes on the universe right now. Basically, okay. But that's what Ringier thinks. So he. like it's not right that's what you've told everybody and Fitzroy is like oh no no it's so much worse even than you think it is these people think that we're going to be able to see the fleet approaching like finding not even a needle in a haystack but like an atom in a particle collider like they think that this thing is going to be like that for them like it's fucked like all the way around like I understand that you're pissed but like we are like we are fucked they think that this satellite is going to like defeat the trisolarans somehow and now nobody cares about the trisolarans it's kind of like that worst case scenario we talked about with COVID like when you politicize the mask to the, the point that it it got like in America or whatever everybody was like eh COVID whatever and then lots of people still got sick from it so like kind of you know similarly with the Tricelarans thing here people on the ground are kind of like and what kind of thing
0: mm, right
1: right so you've got the public feeling this sort of like misplaced sense of security because Hubble 2 is now like their eye in the sky right basically but not really allegedly I'm trying yeah, to imagine really. like the
0: fleet like at what point we would see the fleet well it's like, like when it's too late
1: when it's too late
0: got it by the because time you see him actually it's going so, so fast. yeah
1: because yeah, like they can travel i mean they're they're going like really fun, you know what yes. would take us at our top speeds like 30 something thousand years to right. make the distance between the two stars right. they're doing it in 400 years so they're traveling at like a much higher percentage right, of the speed of like, light right than we are right or could you know so like even if we saw them and left right. they could still catch us Right. Okay, go on. Okay, so basically, you've got the scientists freaking out because they're like, this is terrible. The public has this like misplaced faith in this telescope that's just gone up, Hubble 2. The public feels this like false sense of security because of this thing and the messaging around it. Mm -hmm. And despite numerous press conferences, Ringier, this NASA scientist who's pissed off, hasn't been able to get the public to sort of like understand that that's not how this thing works. And so, like, you actually should still all be really worried about about the future of humanity kind of thing it's kind of right. like a don't look up kind of situation yeah yeah. and so between Ringier and General Fitzroy they're both kind of like well fuck like how do we get the dummy public to understand what we need them to because we're kind of the only two people it seems like who like gets what's going on Fitzroy's like Ringier you're basically the second coming of Carl Sagan like you're a very effective public science communicator mm. and the way the book describes him it was also kind of giving like a Neil deGrasse Tyson kind mm. of energy like he writes science books but they're like in the pop culture sphere so lots of people can consume them kind of thing he's like he's that kind of person so Fitzroy's like why don't you do your thing and like write some books and give some lectures and like help the military with our messaging strategy it kind of is your duty to your country don't you think Eh? and so they like Eh? negotiate a little bit about like you know like what it would look like and da 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 all that bullshit and as the smoke finally starts to clear from the launch that had just happened that he's so pissed off he didn't get to see and like the smell of like all the chemicals and like all the burn off like is leaving the air Fitzroy just lets out a oh I'm telling you this is gonna get so much worse
0: oh no New
1: scene. no so now we're back with Luoji in the United Nations.
0: Okay. And he just found out he you are is the fourth.
1: The fourth ball Facer. Facer.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I was thinking the same. It feels also like I don't know like you're being it's it's giving Hunger Games.
1: Very like the reaping. The tribute. Big time. So we're back with Luoji. Truly it's so silent. People can hear their organs moving in their bodies and like they I can hear Wilhelm. their heartbeats in their ears. It is like you could hear wow. A pin slicing the air as it's being dropped like Damn, dead that's silently.
0: quiet now that's what i call silence
1: now that's what i call silence that 34 that
0: I, not that we should we should make a 34 volume album
1: of silence <laughs> no, that's
0: Different silences. That's really good. Just
1: different room tones.
0: That's really good. Coming soon to Patreon.
1: We'll put it on Patreon.
0: We love that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna release an LP. Yeah. A limited pressing.
1: On vinyl. (laughs) On vinyl. Imagine. Oh,
0: I can't believe it. What is it? Hmm? I can't believe it's not. No. Now that's what I call silence.
1: (laughs) I can't believe it's not silence. (laughs) It's all train horns.
0: Wait, that's another good album. That's another good concept album.
1: Are we like, fuck this story? <laughs> yeah.
0: <an> <laughs> I, I wrote down to myself, I was like, this podcast is turning into just a documentary about my attempt to maintain literacy. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I read?
1: The quick brown fox jumped over <laughs> the lazy hog
0: no truly like, <laughs> can like I one
1: sentence what is it like that sentence uses like every letter in the alphabet yeah yeah, yeah i think
0: so <laughs> doing it does doing this podcast though is like that section of the sats <laughs> where Which you one? have to read And then, like comprehension. (laughs) And then, like I'm
1: testing. And then, like answer
0: questions and do like short answers and Mm -hmm. like write a fucking essay on it. So
1: I'm making you take the SAT every week, is what you're telling me.
0: And I'm glad it keeps me sharp. I mean, when you move from LA, when you move from New York (laughs) to LA, I do believe, though I would never go back. And please hold me to that to the East Coast.
1: I can't stop you, baby.
0: No, no, I don't want to go. I feel like, I will say, one of the things that is true about moving to the West Coast is I think you get a little duller. Or at least I think I got duller. Not as sharp, hmm. personally. But yeah, I feel like this podcast keeps me sharp.
1: Should we get back to it?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do. Bring us back. Where were we? Oh, silence. something i've never heard wait could you describe to me what silence is like (laughs) yes okay
1: okay so we're in the general assembly hall of the united nations and
0: boy is it quiet
1: silent as the grave finally a voice behind luoji he's shown the steps and he walks up to the rostrum he's feeling pretty like baby like he, he describes that like he wants somebody to kind of like hold him because, like, they've just named him, but, yeah. like, now he has to come up on stage Shit. and, like, and stand, stand before to, the uh, General uh, Assembly. Anxious. What do you think happened in the rest of that session?
0: I think they were all like, thank you. And they Trick
1: question. Like, Nobody knows. Luoji dissociated the entire time <gasps> he was up there. And when it was all said and done, with, with everybody was nearly like gone from the hall and it's like just the people who like, you know, the docents cleaning up behind kind of thing.
0: That's when that's when he comes to.
1: Secretary General Say approached Luo Ji to be like,
0: congratulations.
1: I'm sure you're still really confused. Yeah, right. Like, I'm here if you need assistance. thing. thank God. But Luo is stuck in his imposter syndrome spiral of things like, did they pick the wrong person? Am am I in the wrong place? Do they know who I am, actually? Wait, what? They've never talked to me about this before. Like, what's, like, that kind of thing. Luo's like, how could I be doing this Thing that they say I'm doing, being the fourth wall facer, when nobody's ever talked to me about it before. Like, how 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 is this even happening? And Secretary General say is like, Lubochee, doesn't your name literally mean logic? Like, apparently that's something too I learned thought that was cool i know me too she's like can't you just like put this together and figure out what's going on surely you know that the people doing this program like couldn't have been prompted beforehand it had to have been like basically a blind appointment for it to work and he's like uh excuse me like what and he kind of like balls his fist up like the arthur meme and like crosses his arms and kind of gives a little baby tantrum of like i don't want to do it
0: kind of makes sense
1: and Secretary General Say is like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. So don't. And Lil OG is like, I reject all of it. I never am going to be a wall facer. Okay. He's like, never, 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 <laughs> never. You know, like that's yeah, like yeah. basically what he's doing. Jeez. And Secretary General Say is like, yeah, sure. Like I didn't stutter. That's fine. You can go, Luo Look like, fine. Thanks. Bye. Right. And I think he's a little surprised probably by how quickly she's unfazed by his response. This like, which is very reaction common in this it. book.
0: Is like Yeah, oh, like don't.
1: how he yeah, how he responds and everybody around him being like, I mean, or don't whatever, like we yeah. don't actually care. I was like, like, we know you're whatever. gonna do it. Yeah.
0: Just cut to the fucking Jesus. So
1: <laughs> He leaves the hall and he runs into Dasha and the rest of his security guys, and they can tell he's upset, so they're like, Hey, listen, is uh is is there anything we can do for you? He's about to make a beeline out of there. So they're like, do you need security? Like, it's not super safe outside. Should we come with you? And he's like, get the fuck out of my way. And they're like, <laughs> okay, like we can only do what you ask us to. So we just have to ask to be sure you don't need like protection out there or whatever. Uh, yeah. So alone, oh, Luoji shit. finds himself just like wandering around the grounds of the United Nations. And it's almost like he's sleepwalking through a fever dream, right? Cause like, he's just been announced to the world that he's some new like savior of the human population he's got a target on his back he's He's now one of the four most famous people on the planet he's like what the fuck is going on basically and while he's walking around he finds this statue that was a gift to the United Nations of basically a person standing like blacksmithing and like with a hammer hitting a sword and it's just basically like a political statement like war is over we're in peace times and so this statue was like a gift to the United Nations he walks up to it and he starts hallucinating that this statue holding the hammer comes down and like starts beating him in the chest with the hammer oh, and so Luoji is like obviously like emotionally spiraling yeah. but then also hallucinating and he's like knocked to the ground by this statue's hammer and out of nowhere like all these people run up to him it's obviously Dasha and his security people who were like still following him even though he was like get the fuck away from me they're like shining flashlights at him they're like are you okay are you okay can we help can we help the only other thing he remembers is that the next thing he can tell like the next time he's like sentient it feels like he's on a hospital stretcher in the back of the ambulance weighted down hearing the engine starting he can taste blood in his mouth and so it's like okay well like obviously maybe he's sick or like something's happening because like that's not normal somebody straps oxygen to his face and they wrap him in a blanket and soon after luo Ji is in the hospital connected by all kinds of wires to his heart and like needles going into his arms
0: damn someone got him good
1: it's here that he understands that Lee yes, harvey while, oswald <laughs> lee harvey oswald <laughs> (laughs) From the fourth floor of the Texas State Book Depository, armed only with a single barrel shotgun. it's here that we learn actually that like yeah he was hallucinating that all of that was happening but there was an actual person that had been like hiding on the grounds of the United Nations with a hammer trying to bash in his chest to like kill him (gasps) in like a targeted terror attack.
0: Oh chills.
1: So it's like we learn that like yeah he was obviously like not in his right mind but like he is very much in danger.
0: Totally. Like I said target on his back.
1: And like honestly it's only because Dasha and the rest of the security team wound up following him anyway that he wasn't Killed on the spot So like You know Kind of Once again Dasha to the rescue
0: I did see that coming
1: So they saved Luoji's life And they also Were able to detain The assailant Who perpetuated The attack against him This person is a Trained guerrilla Militia man For the ETO So this was like A targeted terror attack Against Luoji And was like I want to see him And Dasha's like The attacker why? Like are you fucking crazy? Show me him! I mean fine, I'll put in the Hurry request. Me! No, he does. So he puts in the request and a little while later, when it gets approved, Luo's finishing up a meal in his hospital room and the assailant is escorted into his room for a meeting Sick. with him.
0: Sick. Would you rather be cast in the show as the assailant or as Luo G?
1: The assailant. I'll be Luo G. Mm, no, Luo G Greater okay, Residuals. I'll be the assailant.
0: <laughs> What'd
1: you say? Luoji, greater residuals.
0: Totally. Because the,
1: the assailant only has one episode. Maybe even one line. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so Luo is really trying to size this guy up and be like, what's his deal? And like, where the fuck did this come from? Also, like, how did I not see him or whatever? But the guy who like nearly fucking killed Luoji is basically like, hey, hey, sorry, man, kind of thing, which is like, excuse me? Luoji's like, wait, you're sorry for trying to kill me? And this guy who's like handcuffed and like already in his like prison jumpsuits and stuff is like, No, I'm sorry that I failed at trying to kill you. Because at least if I had been successful, you would have been free from your mission. I would have been free from mine. It's not a fair burden that either of us have to carry this that we've been asked to. Who
0: was it? Which one was it? I imagine this guy being kind of a freak. He's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. Like, he's kind of giving like a John Wayne Gacy vibe.
1: Kind of. He's like a creepy guy where like he looks sort of like he's always wearing a smile. But then at certain points in the conversation, like the narrator says he gets this smile that like is unsettling. So now, like, confirmation, with this person, like, actually in custody, yeah. the ETO, yeah. with their league of wall breakers, who we actually met first in this story. Yes, we did. It appears like there may be one wall breaker for every wall facer, because this guy said his mission was to kill Luoji, which would have freed Luoji from being a wall facer, which we still don't know exactly, like, what that means to Luoji, but, like, he wouldn't have been alive for that to have been his job, now named by the UN. Right. And he would have been free from his mission which is take out the wall facer
0: right, as the wall breaker. Right, so like now
1: officially right. the ETO is like actually mobilizing guerrilla militiamen.
0: To kill the wall. To physically
1: ca- like carry out assassinations or attempt assassinations right. on wall facers.
0: Ah it rings so many bells. And this
1: one's in custody and he's standing right across from Luoji in mm-hmm. the hospital room.
0: He's like I'm sorry man.
1: Yeah he's like I'm sorry I, I wasn't Tried able to kill, to kill those- both. you. <laughs>
0: you know?
1: But Luoji's like, ha, well, I got you there. I actually told them that I'm not going to do it. I submitted my letter of refusal and I'm not doing this project anymore. Okay. That's when this assailant starts to get kind of creepy. Like they kind of get like the Stanley Kubrick wow. eyes and the smile. You and, know like, this is going to be the They the show. Just get, it has to. They're just getting like really creepy about it. Like an unsettling smirk that ultimately Luoji's like, this is really like wrong. Something's going on here. Like okay. they know something that I don't almost. Oof. And so was like we're not really getting anywhere with this conversation. You got you, you like y'all can go kind yeah. of thing. So he's escorted back to his holding. Take him away in like another wing of you know whatever hospital they're in. And Luoji left with this like. Terrible, uncanny sense that something is just like very, very, very wrong. Like, you know, it's like for a second it seemed like he finally had like an understanding of what was happening and now he's like, oh, I think I've just like maybe only realized there is a surface, not even scratched it.
0: Okay. It's at
1: this point, now that he's finally alone again, Woji notices just how many security officials are staffed at this hospital. On a closer look, these guards are 100% not police officers. They look more like military. They might even be private, militia. Mm. There's guards with machine guns protecting basically every doorway, every hallway. There's snipers on the opposite roof on the building across from him that he can, you know, see out his window, which probably also means there's snipers on the roof of his building. And it, like, to him, he's like, this is military. What the fuck is going on here? So he calls for Dasha, kind of freaked out rightfully, and he's like, what if I told you to send every guard home? Like, you know how you, how you told me that like you can only do what I tell you to, but you have to? What if I told you to send every single security guard home? Right? Would you? Yeah. You know, since you basically pledge your undying fealty to me? And Dasha's like, well, I mean, yeah, we could do that, but I would advise against it. It's really dangerous out there right now. I'm charged with protecting your safety, Luoji. And Luoji's like, but why? I'm not a wall-facer anymore.
0: Right. I've recused myself.
1: Like, why? It doesn't make any sense and then there's this sort of like awkward silence and Dasha finally says there were orders given like ones that you don't know about and so then Luo even more pissed off is like get Kent in here so bring me Kent Kent is coming and so we get Kent
0: it's giving 24 and Luo is
1: like Kent what's up like what's really happening here tell me what's happening and Kent's like I'm your new day to day liaison with the planetary defense (laughs) council (laughs) fucking Kent. Luoji's like, I don't fucking need you. I'm not a wall-facer anymore. But Kent and Dasha basically ignore every time he says that. They're always just like, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. Call me if, when you need me. Like, I'm happy to help you do whatever. Just call me up, Mr. Luoji, no sir. Problem. And so here again, nothing really gets accomplished. Kent leaves and right before Kent's out the door with nothing new happening for Luoji, Luoji's like, actually, you know what? There is one thing. I want a meeting with the secretary general, like one on one, not in a like committee setting. I just want to, I want to go to her office and I want a meeting. Kent is like, Luo, your chain of command flows through the PDC. The United Nations secretary general has no leadership over the P- PDC. <laughs> Why do you want to meet the secretary general? Luoji's like, well, uh, if I have a day-to-day detail, a liaison, an entire military security detail, I should have the power to say I want a meeting with secretary general. Don't you think? And then I'm also like, what a princess. Totally. I'd be the same way. The secretary general is in her office holding space on her calendar for a meeting, like actually right now with Luoji.
0: Cleared it. Clear my schedule. Clear my afternoon.
1: Take him. It's unclear if he changes or if he's just like still in his hospital gown. ass
0: out. They don't
1: check him out. Just next thing you know, there he is in the office. So I'm going to imagine him in his hospital nightie, ass out, pair of socks, maybe a bonnet on his hair.
0: As long as I don't need to be on another 15-hour plane ride with him through seven dream sequences, I don't care how many scenes they cut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're off to see the UN in the Secretary General's office. Luoji gets right to the point. He's like, Madam Secretary, I've come For one reason Uh, and one one reason reason only. only. (laughs) I'm here to tell you face to face that I am not participating in this project. I want to go home. Please transfer any security that you have following me to the New York Police Department, and only if it's necessary, and if there's an active threat out against me. I do not need PDC protection. And Secretary General is like, okay, I mean, yeah, Luigi, we can we can do that. I'd advised against it, but yeah, we can do it. And Luigi's like, just what the fuck? Will you tell me? Am I still a wall facer? Because like, I'm telling you I'm not, but you're treating me like I am. Is this
0: part of the deception? Like,
1: what's going on? Like, it's fucking with my head. And Secretary General say moves to the couch in her office and she's like, uh. what do you think?
0: wait okay can i can i just guess right now and
1: she's got the same smile on her face that like the assailant who attacked him had on his face so wait, now the og like i don't even know if i trust her wait wait right now because
0: like, if you think about it, is everyone, he or is he isn't he well they said that their job the wall facers job will be to create a maze of illusion right and to deceive and, and whatever so i feel like everyone is now just playing along in what they think may be part of his wallfacer project which is to refuse the wallfacer project so that you know the Sophons might think you know that he's not a wallfacer when in fact he is even though he really is trying to not become a wallfacer that's my guess right
1: by George I think she's got it I've got it Luigi would soon learn this smile that the Secretary General and the assailant, and soon every person he would come in contact with had the face on that would come to be known as the Wall Facer oh. smile.
0: I love that
1: it becomes so widespread that it basically becomes like as instantly recognizable as that like ear to ear Cheshire Cat or yeah. the Mona Lisa. It's like the sure. smile. It's like the smile that somebody has on their face when they know you're a Wall Facer and they think every single. Single thing you're doing it's is part like of your plan. Deific, it is so God level important that it must be part of the plan.
0: And they're like just. Part of your plan,
1: so it's almost like sure, it's like of
0: your security detail. Literally, like, like always winking at you.
1: Overnight, the United Nations built worldwide cults of personality around these four people. Wow, basically, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. With the wall facer smile, Luoji now is sitting on the couch, and it's coming together, and he's finally realizing the true depth of what it is to be a wallfacer. Before the wallfacer project started, obviously, nobody could have been prompted about it, or what it would take, I guess, to be a wallfacer. Those who had been granted wallfacer status could never have it removed, because as soon as it's granted, it separated them forever from the general public. They were instantly deified, like bigger than the biggest celebrity that could ever be, basically. That's
0: tough to imagine, but yeah.
1: And as soon as someone was announced as a wallfacer, they became an immediate celebrity of sorts so that every single thing they did kind of like when we talked about the wall smile people basically looked at it as like oh they can do no wrong but also everything is super important so like living in public becomes this like really sort of like detrimental and almost impossible thing for the wallfacers because it's like actually every detail of their life is scrutinized as it relates to the plan.
0: And and in I was a little confused because they were calling them the four candidates but then they were also saying the four wall facers and I'm just like are there four wall or are they all full, like candidates?
1: I guess now they are wall facers because they've been so named. Maybe there's like I don't I don't remember, but maybe there's something that comes up of like if for whatever reason they have to replace, like in the event of a death of a wall facer, you know, like maybe they have new candidates until they're so named as the new wall facer, whatever. Okay. but like, but they I are
0: don't... the four wall facers, yeah, and like they all have their own plans that none of them know or about.
1: eventually will. Right, right, yeah
0: but, like, separate plans. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Good backup. Okay.
1: Luoji is coming to terms with the fact that once you're named a wallfacer, forever a wallfacer you shall be until the day you die. He's kind of, like, the sum total of the feelings wheel. Like, in one moment, he's feeling, like, more anger than he's ever felt before. Like, full-blown temper tantrum where, like, if he wanted to and, like, actually acted on it, he would have been, like, throwing himself on the ground and, like, physically kicking and screaming, you know, like, that kind of thing. And, like, all I got, like, I get it, girl. Like, I, I, my mom told me stories of like myself behaving that way when i was like you know up up to like 13 no i'm kidding right, right, same. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, would
0: have a tantrum. Um, cool, yes. Cool, cool,
1: cool, 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 But instead of acting out for once and, like, being, like, total princess diva, he just sort of shoots Secretary General straight and he's like, why did you pick me to do this one? Like, I get the other ones. They have experience at doing, like, other things, but, like, why me? This doesn't make any sense. Moi? And she's like, you know what? It surprised us, too, but none of us know the real reason. It's like I said, you must find your own answer to this question. And Luo's like, okay, well, if you can't tell me explicitly can you tell me indirectly and secretary general say is like well I can't say anything really other than you'll know when the time is right which kind of felt like the end of the chat to the so he like turned around to leave he's like All right, right. well, I'm gonna go and, now uh, and she says she's like well it was nice to see you again for what it's worth but <laughs> in the future don't do this again your work happens within the framework of the planetary defense council don't call me again that's what the PDC chair is for XO, 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 So, like, put him in his place on his way out the door. And he has another little brief pity party for himself on the way out, and he leaves her office without even saying goodbye. He just, like, meow, like a little black rain cloud. Now, mentally, Luoji is right back in the same broken mental place that he was when it was announced that he'd been the fourth wall breaker in the first place. Right. Like, mentally, he, he's sick. It's like, he's at the acceptance <laughs> part. Like, he's still sad about it, but, like, he has accepted his fate. Okay. He hops into the elevator, gets crammed in with all of his security, exits oh. you in headquarters, and ultimately Ultimately, UN Plaza altogether. The whole time, he's like literally so surrounded by his security, it physically feels like he's inside like a hard sided box that's moving him through the world. Kent and Dasha come up and they're like, hey, we've got to get you into a car right now or back into the building immediately. Mm. was like, Uh, I'm never going to see the sun again am I like what's going on like this is crazy I'm just basically like a thing that you guys are like protecting like I'm some like you know precious jewel or something and Dasha's like "Uh, no it's not that we're not like trying to keep you from living it's just that it's not safe the area is not clear Uh, you just got to know that there's a ton of visitors out there that are going to recognize you and as soon as they see you it's going to be a mob and everybody's going to know who you are you don't want to deal with that do you we don't crowds are unpredictable they can be really messy so the woji looks around And and like, yeah, even though it really does feel safe at the moment, he listens to Dasha and he goes back into the U.N. building for the second time. Now back inside, Luoji has just one destination in mind and one destination only. Okay, Where do you think he's going?
0: Um, um, um. Um, 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 I don't know. Um, Let me just
1: tell you. And tell me if when I say it, it rings like a significance for you. Okay. He walks up the stairs and past the empty balcony, approaches this beautiful stained glass set of windows, and enters the meditation room. <gasps> yeah. And then he locks Dasha Kent and his detail outside. And that is the end of the section.
0: Okay, so I skipped over the meditation room because I didn't think it was going to be important. <sighs> But basically, in my section, he starts out in the meditation room, which is apparently just a room of the UN where, like, it's just some art and nothing else.
1: Like an agnostic religious yeah space, it's a just space sort of like it's just for reflect anybody to yeah I yeah. think
0: it represents like I don't know there was some quote you know it was built it was dedicated I wonder just... what that
1: quote was I wonder if that was important
0: you wanna know I'll tell you
1: it probably wasn't there's so many details no, in this book every that are like detail, fun to experience but like every detail has, that symb- nothing.
0: Like, has symbolic meaning or informs like the way where they are but sometimes I'm just like ah <sighs> So, this room, the meditation room, has a wall on one end that's covered in an abstract painting made up of yellow, blue, black, white geometric shapes. Anyway, they overlap randomly and seem suspended atop an ocean of pure blue. And then there's a large stone in the shape of a rectangular prism right in the center of the room, mm. illuminated by like soft light lamps. Pretty. And then it, there's like some stone stone oh sorry there's some rust in the stone and that's it those are the only furnishings other than that the room is empty and then later he realizes that this is the meditation room and that the centerpiece is this six ton rock made of the purest raw iron symbolizing timelessness and strength it was a gift from sweden
1: okay so he's going back into this meditation room to sort of like steal himself
0: yes he needs to think he's
1: like on the verge of another panic attack poor baby
0: sounds like a really nice room though yeah N. okay so that makes
1: sense because I was like tell me if this like hits like a why does this matter because yeah. it felt important but like in right. everything that I was reading that's the first time it showed up so I was like no, I don't totally. know
0: I think Si Liu I mean is I've read like, the book
1: obviously but like detail I don't, I'm not like memorizing this shit so I'm like I don't know I know that. I feel
0: like Si Lu Liu like went to the UN and like stood in that room like got to have and a tour had a of moment. it so that he was like oh I'll use this as like yeah. the setting for where this happened like sure. you always want to ground your scenes and setting no doubt it just so happens that I don't care about where anything is happening unless I need to. Somebody's in a mood. But you know what? Who, what, when, where, why, how? Those are the. I basics. love nouns. Those are the pieces. Those are not People, nouns. People,
1: places, <laughs> things.
0: That you know, like I fucking hated this part of also um, adverbs. I hated this part of elementary pronouns. school. Elementary school. I never, I hated it. On Fridays, we would do something called current events.
1: Wait, we did too. What was I, yours?
0: Basically, you had to flip through a newspaper. Yes. Pick out an article. Yes. And write down the who, what, when, where, why, and Same.
1: how. Same. So I we.
0: hated that exercise. Oh, I live for that bullshit. Why do I hate it so much? I was just like, I feel like at all times, I was like, why do we have to do this? Like, it's so easy. But also, it's not. It's really annoying. So it's not easy.
1: I don't know. I always thrived. I
0: just felt like that. it was very like reductive. I was just like, what is the ultimate purpose? But I get they were trying to teach basic skills. Media literacy. Yeah. But they weren't, there's no, they don't tell you up front what they're teaching you. They no, just give the you thing. the lesson. Yeah. And I feel like I could have benefited from like the an why. abstract.
1: Yeah. You know, of like Same.
0: today we're going to be doing this in order to teach you this. Yeah. In order to teach you media and literacy. And it
1: won't make sense on the day, but like 20 years later when I'm like, applying oh, the skill, I'll be like, oh oh my god that's what they meant
0: it kind of is genius yeah. shout out to teachers thank you yeah that's that's wow. where we are next week
1: i guess that's it for more this
0: week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yes next week there will be more
0: and that is a promise my dear children
1: one that we intend to keep until then till death do us part i'm brett i'm Allie, and i'm done saying words we'll see you next time
0: can i play with your ipad yeah sick <laughs> i'm an ipad kid
1: bye You've been listening to Season 2 of Radar Peak, a three-body podcast. Subscribe and download on Apple Podcasts or wherever you pod so you never miss an episode. For exclusive content we might not have had time for, subscribe to the Patreon. Oh, one last thing before you go. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a review and tell a friend about us. Join the conversation when you follow us at Radar Peak Pod. See you there.